You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. We're good. Hello and welcome. We have a. You do the exact same thing Jamie does. Interrupt me all the time. Welcome to the Oz Network, <laughs> as we are in the middle of the most messed up recording we have ever had. We have five people on the line in three countries, three rooms. Uh, the room. The room <laughs> in the room. Uh, and we're here to talk about the final episode of The Amazing Race Canada, we Heroes were Edition. Sorry. I You'll get again. your turn, Mallory. It's my Just turn wait. now. I'm so disappointed. We have two people who have never been on this episode before. Um, <laughs> and we're wishing they'd never been on this episode. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Me and you included in that. Um, Jamie's in the room. Yay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I'm just going to start off. I have no opening line. My name is Colin. Um, my name is Ben, and I'm Ted. What's his name? Montgomery. John, John Montgomery. Ted Montgomery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mallory, and I didn't think that this was a thing where we had to have lines. I always miss that memo. Uh, I'm Jared, and meep meep. <laughs> and I'm Rossi, and I'm pissed. <laughs> Can I start again and say, I'm Ben, and you're team number one! <laughs> Wrong country. Um, so let's just quickly explain. Uh, ben and Mallory are in my living room right now, and we just went through 20 minutes of figuring out... <laughs> <laughs> Rossi, I like you usually. This was like 20 minutes of, how are we going to record this? Oh, but this doesn't stretch far enough. Oh, but what if I sit here? Oh, but this is a bad echo. And Rossi and Jared chatting about Survivor New Zealand... As we're like, can you guys hear us? Can you hear us? Say something. Say something. So let's see if this episode goes better than the the pre-production prep that we had. Uh, We're here to talk about the finale of Amazing Race Canada, Heroes Edition. And we got some extra uh, contributors here on the line with us uh, who will give them their piece to talk first. But uh, let's just hand the floor over to Jared Lubick here, who uh, has a a little bone to pick. With who? With, somebody, with the guy asking who... Jared! Jared, do you want to... You could... The listener's already heard this. This proof Ben doesn't listen to the show. Who you want to go to the through network? how great last episode was for us? Well, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, if you're going to start watching a season partway through and have zero interest, but then end up spoiling it for people who are actually interested in watching the season from the start, you should probably not tweet about a show that you're only half watching when other people are watching it committed, so then they have to mute you. Oh, did I spoil it because I said about um, Thingo getting eliminated? You spoiled the best team going home, and then I had to mute you on Twitter so I didn't get spoiled for I the finale. Sh- I will show you now. This is how our last episode ended. You will no longer see tweets from NYC 5-5 day when you're trying. Can I say, Jared, I've never heard you so angry. I like this aggressi- aggression from you. Is that you. angry? Yeah, that's, that, that's anger that's from the game. So nice. Jared, where are you from? Uh, Australia. <laughs> he's, not, he's not English, Mallory. Can you tell the difference? No, in I wasn't accent? thinking English. I was honestly thinking New Zealand, and I was oh. really confused because I thought he was Australian. Wow! So Jared went from muting me now muting Mallory. Jared, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm I, I, a nice person. I thought you were one of those people that avoided social media until you saw the thing and didn't complain about it. Oh, I, thought you were I don't follow media. anybody who watches it. <laughs> like, I wasn't following anybody who watched it. I'd already muted Martina. I'd got, like, that done early. And then, surprise, surprise. <laughs> of all people. Did you did you unmute me? You're unmuted now. Aww. Season of Amazing Grace Canada. Don't test it, Ben. We'll see how long that lasts. Okay, well, sorry, guys. We just have to say Danny wins Guatemala, so... <laughs> I still don't understand this reference. <laughs> we explained um, this to you yesterday. I wasn't listening. Just like so, the listeners of this show, you don't listen. <laughs> so let's uh, start off by saying if people haven't heard it yet, we did get uh, an interview with the new winners, Adam and Courtney, who almost oh, everyone online here is very happy about. Um, it's a great interview. And uh, speaking of Ben saying Danny wins Guatemala, the first thing I just have to say is, uh, I, I don't think I've ever heard, and I was a supporter of them, and especially when they won, like, I was excited when they won. Boo. I was jumping, I was throwing my hands up in the air, Boo. I even mentioned that in the middle of the line. But considering it's only, like, a 20-minute interview, uh, I don't think I've heard somebody explain their win as well since, Ben, you had Danny Boatwright on to explain how she won Survivor Guatemala. 
Uh, so if anybody has a chance, listen to them or any of the publicity, because I know there are some people out there who are upset because the most dominant team didn't win, but in my opinion, the smartest team won, which we'll cover a lot of that throughout the episode. <laughs> really? I disagree. For the finale? I disagree. I'm just going to say this flat out. Everybody can go around and we'll have a quick opinion on Adam and Courtney, but yeah, they had moments just like Dylan and Kwame and everybody else where they made foolish mistakes. But they won this because they went into the final challenge, and we've spent the last 10, 11 weeks speculating what's the final challenge going to be. Are the teams actually thinking about what the final challenge is? Are they keeping notes? Are they doing this and that? And they were the only ones that went into that final challenge and said, let's have a plan. Let's take notes. Let's do this and that. Taylor and Courtney lost this challenge for themselves. It's unfortunate, but they lost it because they went in a little bit too overly confident. And Adam and Courtney were very humble, and they knew what they were doing, and they made a plan, and they never panicked. And they got ahead because of that. This all came down to one challenge, the most important challenge of the season, and they were the only ones who knew enough to know we have to be really prepared. Ben, you want to give your uh, Well, I mean, considering I didn't pay enough attention to this season, I came in late, uh, am I allowed to have an opinion here? No. Um, look, I thought I went into the finale thinking they would win because we what was that we did season 25 of the US one wasn't yeah. it or and didn't the those the were they the sugar sisters no the who were they the it was ones the, that the, the 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 sugar scientists yeah yeah and they um, from memory didn't they like come out of nowhere to win that as well like yeah, that was they a were similar like thing and the underdogs going in the, the thing that I kind of went into this because when I met up with Martina I I I said to her she's like who do you think is going to win and I think oh, I think it's going to be Adam and Courtney and she's like oh really why do you think that I'm like well like, it's kind of, they've not because won. Because you're a, a really bad liar. <laughs> <laughs> she told me I was going to tweak that too, but thank God I didn't. Um, but I, I feel it was more of a case of just that edit that they were getting, particularly in the end of the penultimate episode, where they kept saying, like, we haven't won a leg yet, maybe we'll win next week. And it was just kind of the way they kept doing that. And as the episode went along this week, just the edit they were getting, like, I felt myself for the first time in a long time just really reading the edit more so than paying close attention to actually what was happening. So I just, that's how I read into it and felt it. And I'll just say, like, they weren't my favourite team. Courtney, you know, like, she was okay. But I really started to appreciate Adam by the end just because Adam had, like, really dopey dad humour. And I really, I really liked it. The magic trick? Come on. Yeah, I really liked that. So, I mean, look... I I wasn't as disappointed about their win as somebody sitting next to me here, but um, you know, I I they weren't my favorite. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to say it. this before Mallory gets to say her piece. I'm going to say this for Courtney. Nobody, uh, even well, if you include Dylan Kwame, that's a different level. But on the level of Dylan Kwame, Courtney has some of the best victory celebrations. I've what, making out seen. with Adam? <laughs> <laughs> even just the little thing she does, like when we when we had the um the the one where they had to decode the menu. She was, like, jumping up and down, spinning around, but, like, making no noise. I just love her victory celebrations. Um, keep in mind, Mallory, they, they did say they listen to our podcast. They enjoy our podcast. Don't make them regret that. Uh, we can edit this out if she's really yeah. bad. <laughs> um, okay, They're first, listening right now. I know, I know. I'm getting stressed now. Um, first, what is a sugar scientist? Uh, it's a scientist Winners of the amazing race. that has sugar. <laughs> <laughs> the dentists were wrong. Hashtag the dentists were wrong. None of the answers were helpful. Okay. Um, second, so sorry for everything I'm about to say about the winners. Like, I don't actually dislike you. I just am annoyed that you won. <laughs> um, also, I really hope that you used your quarter of a million dollars to buy your wedding. Like, I would really appreciate that. Oh, again, sorry, Courtney and Adam, in advance. Um, you were my least favorite team from episode one, so it was really hard no. for me that you won. No, I'm actually completely. I'm actually completely. Joseph and Akash? Who were they? Serious. Zainab and yeah, I don't remember half these people. What no, happened? no, okay, the Navy girls that you always forgot existed. <laughs> That's the one that. Oh, no one cared about them. About. And then it was the Indian guy and the Asian. Oh, guy. I love the Indian dude. <laughs> they were so cute. I loved no, him. And the Asian dude was cool from too. From the first episode, like I did not care how forgettable anyone was. I didn't care about any of that. They were my least favorite team. They just really annoyed me. So sorry again, guys. Um, apart from that, I don't know. What else I'm trying to say? I'm just very upset that you won. Um, Rossi, <laughs> you, you also... totally chickened out. <laughs> <laughs> Rossi, you ended the last episode uh, saying that they were the ones you were rooting for the least. Uh, now that you've seen the finale, uh, you have any change of opinion? 
I mean, I'm just upset, like, that my favorite team didn't win. Like, any mm-hmm. person who watches any reality show, like, if their favorite doesn't win, they're going to be pissed. And so my favorite didn't win, so I was kind of pissed. Who was your favorite? Uh, Taylor and Courtney, 100%. Okay. Good like, choice. I approve. Stop it, Colin! <laughs> <laughs> Continue, Rossi. And I did say before they won, this was like just at the start of the final challenge with the, the gift shop items, I was like, wow, Adam and Courtney are having their best episode now. I'm like, damn, I hope they don't win, and they win. Um, not because I don't like them, because I do like them. Like I, I don't have this dislike for them. It's just that when stacking them up against the other two teams, they unfortunately just came at the bottom, because I love Taylor and Courtney. Dylan and Kwame were just great television, and I loved watching them every step of the way. And it's just kind of like they were. I like them, but they just were at the bottom. So it's tough to watch. But you know, with the Amazing Race Canada, I'm not surprised at seeing the underdog team take it because we've seen it before. So I haven't. I'm so upset. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I, yeah, Taylor and Courtney were the most dominant team, and I think there's a lot of people online who are being very un-Canadian right now and <laughs> blaming Adam and Courtney as being undeserving winners because Taylor and Courtney didn't win. But like. If you went into this finale and you looked at what the fans were saying online, everybody was rooting for Dylan Kwame. And it's only when the race over- ends that people are like, well, Taylor and Courtney deserve to win. I mean, if I'm being asked which team was more entertaining, I would pick Adam and Courtney any day of the week over Taylor really? and I don't, I don't dislike Taylor and Wait, Courtney. Wait, over Taylor and Courtney yeah, or over I, Kwame? I find and- Adam and Courtney to be a much more entertaining team than Taylor and Courtney. Kwame and, and is it Dylan? No, 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 no. no, no. He's only said, comparing... Between the Courtney between teams. Oh, If okay. you're talking just favorite team, yeah, I prefer Adam and Courtney. Yeah, no, I, no, sorry. I thought you were lumping Kwame and I'm thinking, what are you smoking? But um, yeah, no, I get it. Oh, okay. Jared, your turn to talk. <laughs> um, honestly, I just thought Adam and Courtney were the best team entertainment-wise this episode. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like there weren't like many character moments this episode uh, compared to the rest of the season. I think of the three teams, they probably had the most. Um, from like the public displays of affection being back... <laughs> Um, the meep meep on the snow bike from Adam. Um, yeah, I would think it was just that they were the most interesting team this episode, so I was kind of okay with them uh, taking the win. I will say it was weird this episode in that it probably helped them that they were behind. I think if the teams had kind of come in level to the final challenge, it may have been a different result, but I think the fact that Taylor and Courtney came in early, they did kind of bank on having that lead to be able to let's just pick up every kind of souvenir possible not think about what leg it's from and and take them all back i think if the teams had kind of come in level then there would have been probably more planning on uh taylor and courtney's part and it could have been a different result uh we'll go through all the different things that happened in this episode i just want to say it's really funny that just as we were getting ready to record this we went to the mall that's a couple blocks from my house and couple times we walked past as they had like a lounge in the movie theater that was playing the amazing race and we got so excited coming up to what we thought was Taylor's <laughs> flip that he did, which oh. that's the all-star moment of this episode. So good. so good. Also, something that I noticed and apparently no one else noticed is that Taylor started bruising right away yeah, after that, that crash. Rossi, like, Jared, did you guys see it? multiple it? times. Yeah, and each time he showed up, he had like a new bruise that had like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I thought it was so funny. <laughs> Apparently, you know I'm the only one crash. who didn't see it then. I, I it saw it, like, right at the end. They, they also, like, filmed, like, confessionals way after the fact because I saw, like, Taylor had, like, a major, like, haircut in one of them. And I was like, either that's the beginning of the season or stuff mm. they recorded well after the fact. And I was like, where are they pulling all this stuff from? Because it didn't make sense, like, where they were collecting these confessionals from. Because obviously, like, there's some before the bruise, some after the bruise, and then there's some where he's, like, like a brand new person. And I was just like, where is this stuff coming from? <laughs> uh, I'm just going to group, we'll keep the final challenge separate, but I'm just going to group together the roadblocks um, uh, here. The, I thought they were both great. Like as far as finales go, I usually get disappointed with the finale challenges outside of final challenges, which usually are pretty decent. But both the ones we saw on this, like the air traffic control one, Way more entertaining than it should have been, um, especially the other Courtney, the Taylor and Courtney Courtney, uh, 
when she had the word alternatability, which she was 100% <laughs> convinced was a real word. That's me. I, I want to put that in the dictionary. Uh, and it's, it's what we've been talking about all season, guys, where these are challenging challenges. Like, I don't think I've ever seen a season of The Amazing Race, or at least within the last decade, let's say, where it was that difficult. Like, these, I look at these challenges, I'm like, how is anybody going to complete this? And it was different words that everybody was getting tripped up on each one. But it's, it was a cool environment to be in. Um, I, I liked the having to decode it uh, as something that we haven't seen before. And then the ski resort that they go to, I mean, the dog sled's fine. But <laughs> let's be honest, the uh, what is the thing that they went down a the GT. hill on? The GT, yeah. Which I always wanted one of those when I was a kid. Taylor's flip is the most jaw-dropping moment I have had watching The Amazing Race in so long. Since the watermelon one? The the, water- did you ever see the watermelon one where it flicked back and smashed it on the head? Like it went viral? I think it was from the US one, basically. Mm. I look it up. Give me Rossi and Jared. Rossi and Jared know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. which season? Which team? Oh. Give me one second. Brooke and Claire. It was the... Oh, the they're one of my PBC favorite women. teams. How come I don't remember this? Yeah, it when she like- pulls it back and she's like, ride in the kisser. The clip, the clip like went viral forever. Like I'd never saw that season, but I've everyone's seen the watermelon clip. Oh, you'll know it. Mallory's finding it. Now. Mallory's anyway. finding it. I'll, I'll comment. Normally, in a second Ben is the better. one who does this. It's a really weird. <laughs> but I do have thing to say, it's, to be doing. it's slightly disappointing to watch everybody else do the GT after that. Um, but I'm just watching this now. <laughs> this is a great. Podcast. I'm mostly watching her cleavage, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> who, who Your wife is in the room. She's in the room. She doesn't care. I love how like people are like going off a column when this is talking about Jamie and Mallory who just pervert like naked yeah. men all the time, but it's fine. And recap, we can make. It- oh! <laughs> I just saw the watermelon. Okay, everybody watch watermelon launch. Amazing race. I don't remember which one was Brooke or Claire, but yeah, they're one of my all-time favorite teams. Um, yeah, Clearly. that's on the level. That and Taylor, it's it's an equal uh, first place here. Adam, though, I mean, it, it wasn't nearly as entertaining. I don't know if just Adam, I mean, he's obviously much bulkier if he had more weight to him, but he basically just sunk when he hit the bottom of the hill, which also was hilarious. And I, I liked how much fun the teams were having in this. And I think that's the other thing with Adam and Courtney is they not only were they taking the challenges more seriously than the other teams, but they seemed to be having more fun. I mean, especially with Adam, like you said, the meet me thing. Uh, and Taylor won to catch the replay. I guess that was funny too. But let's talk about these two challenges here before we get into the, the final one. Uh, I'll let Jared go first here since uh, he had the episode of the season spoiled on him. Jared, did you like the everything leading up to final challenge challenges? Uh, I feel like it was a bit of a mix. I think that the first challenge was great, but then after that, I think Taylor and Courtney kind of being so far ahead sucked a lot of the drama out of uh, the rest of the challenges, I think that whole, like, fly a helicopter on top of to a mountain and collect your clue was, like, lame. Um, I don't know. Maybe it would have been different if the teams were close together, but didn't feel like there was much room for teams to kind of stuff up in the physical challenge mm-hmm. um, or teams to kind of really, like, overtake in those challenges. It seemed like a uh, kind of first-in-best-dressed uh, situation. So I think maybe if it had been something harder or... Had taken longer. I don't know. I just felt this whole episode was kind of lacking suspense for the most part, um, which was a bit of a shame. Rossi. Um. Yeah, I see what Jared's saying. It's kind of you know you do it, you get it done. The one thing that I did note was for the traffic control tower. The that one. Mm-hmm. John was like mm-hmm. really hyping it up, and he was like, "This is the tallest air traffic control tower in Canada." And I was like, am I supposed to be impressed? Like, what is it? <laughs> What's the thrill here? I, I thought that was weird. And, but the challenge was good. Like, I, I, I was surprised that it was as hard as it was. And I, the teams were actually struggling. And I like to see that. Even the, like, waiting room bits with the other team members that are just can't do the challenge are just sitting there. And it's like, oh, you know, any day now. Like, and then Taylor and Courtney leave. And the other guys are like, well, I hope the other person gets it soon. <laughs> And stuff. So it was kind of good. A whole bunch of good scenes in there. And why the hell did they need to get on a helicopter? It was pointless. Because we got Dylan and Kwame giving the line, "Get to the chopper." <laughs> That's I, the whole I reason. Lived. I could have lived without that. Uh, I would have rather seen Kwame say, 
You're tearing me apart, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. Hi, Dylan. <laughs> Uh, Hi, Mallory. John Montgomery. Talk I'm in the dark about all of these jokes because Watch I haven't the seen room. the room. I'm not watching the room. Um, <laughs> Join okay. our yearly celebration Wait, for next I, year. <laughs> I have multiple things to say this time, guys. Okay. Really well, you normally have only like one brief comment, right? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it all looks the same, um, Colin. <laughs> it does. It all looks the same. Um, okay. First, I liked the helicopter bit because... Canada's like super beautiful and sometimes I feel like I don't appreciate it. So that was nice. Um <laughs> the the tower, I am so glad that I will hopefully never have to do something like that. Like watching it made me struggle in my life. I just felt so bad for them. Struggling your life. <laughs> well, wow. No, it reminds setbacks. <laughs> it reminded me so much of being in high school French class because we used to have these things me too. where my teacher would take like a song or a short story and find a recording of it online, print out the words and then blank out super word certain words and you had to listen to this recording in French and fill in the words that were missing. It was the most difficult thing in the entire world. Okay, that's it about that. Third thing. And world hunger, AIDS, okay. listening to <laughs> Things with missing words in French. The most difficult things in the world to do. It's so difficult. This is why you're struggling in life after watching this challenge. I know. Um, okay, so two things about the snow challenges. First, the dogs are so cute. Can everybody just appreciate that, please? I really like animals. Is something that I'm learning over That's the past with me. day. Um, but it was also... It was Dylan who did that challenge for Dylan and Kwame, right? And he was, like, talking about how he's a coach and so he's going to get the dogs to cooperate because <laughs> they didn't want to. And that was so funny. He was just like, come on, guys, you can do it. And he's doing all the work himself and, like, pulling them. Second, this is a long-winded story that is going to have very little point just to let everybody know, as usual. Rossi, Jared, if you guys need to use the bathroom, now's the time. Yes, now is the time. Um... When I was probably in like grade 10, I went up to this mountain called Apex in British Columbia, where I'm from, um, with friends of our family, and they were really big into ski and like ski racing and are ranked very well in the province and in Canada for skiing. But they had five GTs, I'm pretty sure. So we took them out because there's a GT course on this mountain, and it was probably like four-ish in the afternoon, like starting to get close to sunset but not yet so like our parents let us go and scott my friend was like oh i totally know where we're going i know the way i've done this before don't worry it will be fine first gt sledding is not as easy as they make it look not that they make it look easy not that they make it look easy second we got lost in like waist deep snow for four hours and we had no way of contacting anyone and we were like oh my gosh it's getting dark we're gonna be like lost here forever they're gonna send out helicopters to find us eventually we did find the way back i'm still alive don't worry but oh my gosh <laughs> much, we were worried about that much harder sport than expected um also taylor's crash was just beautiful <laughs> and we appreciate that i feel like the other two just like weren't memorable. I agree, Colin. They weren't memorable after watching Taylor. Yeah. Like I it's can't in comparison. Yeah, yeah. Just because Taylor's was so amazing, and yeah, the end. Well, um, my turn. Um, first of all, I just want to point out that yesterday, when Mallory and I flew from BC to here in beautiful Winnipeg, that does not look the same everywhere you go. Um, we had to connect in Calgary. So we saw the tower thingy majig that they did there, you know, the the air traffic tower. That's really awkward. I didn't even notice it. I pointed it out to you several times as we were flying there, just to point it out to you. So I'm glad that you do listen to me. Um, That's so awkward. <laughs> so we were like, hey, another amazing race location. We also went to the um, the trestle that they went to when they were in Victoria. Kinsel so trestle. We've been to a lot of locations from this on this trip. Um, yeah, I would have sucked big time at that, like absolute big time, because my memory would have been terrible. Um, it was funny when they kept saying the wrong word. That was great. Um, 
I like the snow ones. I appreciated the helicopter bit where they flew to the checkpoint thing and just to get a clue and then get back on the helicopter basically to leave again. Kind of reminded me of Mission Impossible 2, the fact that he climbs up to the cliff <laughs> just to get a pair of sunglasses and the helicopter just trolls him by like floating above him. It's like, well, can't you just pick him up? He's <laughs> Tom Cruise. He's, you know, waiting to go or something. Um, but yeah, it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. And just the face plant was, yeah, maybe the best thing I've seen. Um, outside of the watermelon because <laughs> as soon as it happened we were all like wow and then um, I was like oh, I hope they show it again I'm so glad that they showed it again yeah. in slow-mo they showed it in slow-mo it was only right? because Taylor asked for it too I yeah. want to see the replay on that oh it was so good it was so good how could good. you not want to see the replay after doing that yourself Can, Joe? I also comment just this is you know we, we give a lot of credit to the teams but we're coming off of the last season of Amazing Race US where Rossi and I and I think Jared even joined us in one or two episodes all we, we did kind of was complain about how the editing was weird and they were they were just there was something kind of off with how the show was being pieced together. The editors are on fire with some things this season, like the you know let's see that in replay or Adam's magic trick, they, like little tricks like that made the show so much more enjoyable. Or the beaver noise when they're like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, great editing this season. Uh, so shout out to you too, crew. Uh, feel free to come on the Oz Network and tell us your stories. I really thought you meant that there were two of them for a second. Two crew members. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, that's right. <laughs> CTV doesn't have a big budget compared to John uh, Montgomery CBS. and one cameraman. I love John Montgomery. I love that man. I really wish Noah was on here to do his impersonation it's so good noah who's not even canadian does the best john montgomery I'm ever june montgomery <laughs> what was that <laughs> not canadian from nova scotia um so we spent all season talking about what is this final challenge going to be we thought maybe it's going to be dancing maybe it's going to be this maybe it's going to be that uh in the end it was a little bit of everything and probably one of my favorite like final episode challenges even though it seems so simple because all the teams approached in a different way and it was dramatic like we were saying taylor and courtney were so far ahead in this episode and courtney and adam caught them because they were smarter in this and dylan and kwame <laughs> the best dylan and kwame moment ever one per store oh <laughs> uh, you think it's just one per store yeah yeah probably um <laughs> uh, dylan and kwame i mean that I've never seen a team that could be so dominant and then blow it so badly so many times throughout the race. Like, they've had so many bonehead moments, and it just makes them more endearing. Like, you you love when they have these little screw-ups, but they were out of it for sure when this happened. I wouldn't be surprised if they had to reshoot it the next day because it was nighttime by the time they checked in. Like You didn't even see them doing the order, did they? Because the last time we see them is, like, I think it's one per store, right? Like they basically went from shop to shop and never found a second one. That's my speculation. What happened? Uh, but like this last challenge, it was just it, great. It, it, it had little callbacks to everyone. It wasn't like the season where it was the provincial flower, something that every audience member missed. This is something the audience can kind of watch along with. Me like, oh yeah, I remember that. How yeah. these zombies and Day of the Dead <laughs> were so confusing for people, I don't know, but. It was just, it was a fun challenge to watch. It was a fun challenge to kind of play along with. And this is the moment where I think I got so excited about Courtney and Adam winning. <laughs> because they earned it here. Uh, Taylor and Courtney, and some people are going to say, well, they didn't win. Taylor and Courtney lost. Well, they did win because they went in with a smarter strategy than Taylor and Courtney, and they blew past them. It wasn't just Taylor and Courtney fell behind Courtney and Adam breezed through this challenge in comparison uh so I, I love the final challenge uh I don't know about the golf course as a final stop to uh end the Amazing Race Canada but again when this is the number one show in the country and you know you're you need a place that can be secluded where it's not going to be spoiled it's understandable to go there but what I did like was the last minute additions of we'll throw a zipline in there and you have to find the uh, what was it? Tunnel Nine course, like it's a completely different course, and again, just anything to really throw the teams off at the last minute. Uh, Jared, did you love this final challenge? Yeah, I thought it was good. I liked that there was uh, multiple ways to kind of go about it, and the fact that you could win with with different items to other teams, I thought was really mm-hmm. cool because most of the time it's kind of like there's one correct answer for the final challenge, and that's it. But the fact that there was like at least like three or four for for each leg. Um, so you had those moments where teams had different things. I think for Mexico, there was 
the monument and then there was that sport that they played but then dylan and kwame in their like only moment of the challenge also found like a sugar skull from the mexico leg mm-hmm. um i just thought that was really clever uh the one thing that i suppose i didn't really like which is uh nitpicking and it's like classic amazing race is the fact that uh after they got something wrong they can just straight away like guess again um but i mean that it's kind of standard for the final challenge but i feel like there needs to be some like you've got it wrong now you have to go back to town or like you have to do something else before you can guess uh straight away again immediately um but i think it was good and i think the fact too that the station was away from the town so if you had like the wrong items you had to go back um was it was a good element that it added drama and suspense Rossi, Rossi, what'd you think think? i thought it was a fun challenge like i did not i mean we speculated so much about what it Mm. could be and i don't think any of us thought that it was going to be this sort of knickknack items and i thought it was a fun like twist like i didn't expect it and i thought it was interesting and it's something that we can play along with which i think was the best like (laughs) like like you said that flower thing how the hell are we supposed to know that (laughs) whoa that wasn't even jamie this time sorry (laughs) Jeez, the cheese in Canada. <laughs> um, what was it? Um, I'm sorry. Was, there was like one time they had to do like something on the bottom of their clue in Canada. I think they had the final challenge was like, here's a flag at the bottom of every clue. Can you memorize it? And it was just like, what the hell is the point of that? Like, that was so obvious. So like, I like that it was a little different, unexpected. The one thing that kind of bugged me was like because like it was unclear that there were so many options that you could choose like i like that as a twist but like it was unclear that there were not i thought there was 22 specific items that they had to pick up and there were these like red herring items that weren't it like a Mm -hmm. fakes but it seemed like every item that was there was eligible you just had to put it in the right spot which is why i think like, you give so much credit to Adam and Courtney and, like, Taylor and Courtney were kind of phoning it in or, like, doing a really bad job. But I think that they were just thinking that, like, I thought that there were only 22 items mm-hmm. and it was just some reshuffling. And it wasn't. It was, like, more than that. And Adam and Courtney just picked up more than 22, so they didn't have to go back after their first trip because they had everything. So I think well, they kind of benefited from just taking everything they saw instead of, like thinking, oh, that wasn't something we did, so that's not an item to pick up, kind of thing. But they also took notes as they were doing it, and said, "These are all the legs. Let's find things that match these legs." Whereas I think Taylor and Courtney actually missed one leg, where because they just they weren't keeping track, and they even said themselves, "We really should have taken notes on this." No, I'm mean, not saying that. That was. I just think that the challenge didn't entirely wasn't 100% clear to the teams because. Because of that, I don't discredit the fact that Taylor and Courtney weren't taking notes. They didn't. They messed up at that part, and Adam and Courtney really benefited and took notes along the way as well, like saying, "Oh, that was this leg." So remember that we did that then, so we don't, you know, put it at the first leg when it was the tenth leg or something like that. So I think that that was smart, and I give Adam and Courtney credit for that. I just think that the challenge wasn't a hundred percent clear. Obviously, I don't know because I didn't read the clue, but that's my impression. Mallory, comments on the challenge? Um, the entire season, I was saying to Ben, and my mom was also also watching it, um, I'm so excited for the memory challenge at the end. Like, the entire season, I was so excited what it was, to see what it was going to be. And I don't know if, is that, like, an American... It's a thing um, on all of them. Yeah. Thing, or it's just a thing on all of them? All yeah. Of them. Okay. Yeah, I was so excited. My favorite one of all time was the surfboard one, just to go back in time a little bit. Um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> there were surfboards... No, I wasn't talking about the surfboards. I was just saying that was my favorite one. I love that you're talking about a memory challenge and you forgot <laughs> what you were talking about. I feel like the surfboards might have like pictures on them or something, and they had to like of surfboards. Oh, I give up. Um, this is what happens when Canadians sneeze. By the way, they lose <laughs> half of their memory. Yep, that's me. Yes. Do you remember um, what was it Zedder Shabir when he did the surfing and? The- yes. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about epic wipeouts, yeah. What? I don't know what's happening right now. That's okay. Um, <laughs> no, it was a great challenge. I think that it wrapped up the season well, and I am very disappointed still 
that Courtney and Adam won. Okay, but um, can but you understand? Why I under I understand where you're coming from, <laughs> but she hates him. I still just like I'm just really disappointed that Courtney and Taylor didn't get their act together. I think, like, and. In the second to last episode, I was saying to Ben, as long as Courtney and Adam get out this time, I will be happy with whoever of the top three teams wins. And then Martina and Phil left, and I was... Oh, don't tell that. Jared doesn't know. No. <laughs> oh. Dang it. Um, <laughs> You're now blocked on Twitter, too. <laughs> I don't have Twitter, so not a problem. Um, and about the golf course, I think that like, as someone who's been to Banff, there's definitely better places that they could have gone, in my opinion. Yeah. Such that's as, why like, I feel like Lake Louise or the Fairmont in Banff. <laughs> love Fairmont. Okay, but the Fairmont, yeah, the if, Fairmont. Every, okay, if everybody looks up the Fairmont Hotel in Banff, like, you'll understand. It looks like a castle. And, like, it would have been really cool bookends, I think, for the season after starting at Hatley Castle. Like, I think that would have been a really smart move on their part. And definitely doable, but clearly that didn't happen. The zip line there was is something warranted. too, though. I think the fact that this show is so big, they film so much in Canada, and you need a spot where you're not going to have the season spoiled. Which is why I think we're probably never going to get an incredible location. And Ben, mm-hmm. you can before you give your opinions on, as you're making a dinosaur <laughs> and Mickey Moose the Jets mascot fight. Um, well, it's both their mascots now, but. Uh, <laughs> Um, you actually heard a story as to why we only go overseas twice an episode. You don't have to say where you heard it from, but oh, I can tell you where I heard it from. I don't care. Uh, no, I've been not say. Um, no, it's um, they they this person may or may not say. I can't tell you things because you'll probably talk about it on the episode. <laughs> Hi, Martina. Um, but <laughs> apparently, um, that because this is the first season of the Canadian Amazing Race that I've ever watched. And I think one of the comments I was like, it's like, they've gone overseas like twice. Like, do they ever leave the country? Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently it's the lowest ratings of the season were the episodes where they went overseas. Mm-hmm. And apparently it's just based purely on the fact that Canadians want to see their own backyard. Which I think has more to do with the fact that like the Amazing Race US is just as high rated. And you see all these other countries, whereas you don't see... <laughs> Somebody just called you a name in the chat. I'll tell you later. <laughs> what? I want to see. Anyways. Um, wow. I think that you don't see Canada that much, so it's exciting. It's the same reason we were talking about earlier <laughs> today about uh, you know how, how exciting it was in Winnipeg when the Shall We Dance movie came out with Jennifer Lopez and Richard Gere that it sold out for two months straight here in Winnipeg just because people wanted to see their hometown you know, on screen. I, I mean... Out of all the, um, I mean, I've seen one full season of the US. This is the full first full Canadian one I've ever watched, and I've seen all the three of the Australian ones. But I always enjoy the memory ones, and I think it was one of the Australian ones where they did the flags and they had to like line up the flags of where they visited. I really don't yeah. appreciate what's going on in this chat right now that I can't see this. <laughs> They've already clarified they're not <laughs> discussing you. <laughs> yeah, somehow I don't believe that, but. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, so, like, I always love it when they do those sort of memory ones. And, like, I completely see what Colin's saying about the memory. Because, I mean, to me, as someone who likes to plan and try and be strategic, I feel as though that is logical that you would write things down and try and, you know, work it out that way. So, um, yeah, I don't know where I'm going because I'm distracted by the fact that I I can't see this chat. Um, I don't like not being in control. Um... Anyway, yes, I like the final challenge, even though we didn't get to see uh, Dylan and Kwame do it. Uh, we don't really, we've covered all the teams so much, and my laptop's just told me it's going to be restarting uh, in the next 25 minutes. Just like all our listeners. <laughs> yeah. oh, God. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Uh, I, I do want to go around and just get like overall opinions on Adam and Courtney's win uh, as we finish here. Everybody but Mallory. But uh, I, I will just say... Go and listen to the interview that we had with them. It was great. Uh, Please do. We they were the so nice too. <laughs> like I expected this. You watch this, you could tell. Like they, I even told Mallory. Like they seem like the nicest. Even when you watch the show, they, like the nicest people you will ever meet. 
I think I need to listen to this interview. You should. You should. Because it really is like when Ben interviewed Danny Boatwright for Survivor. And I still it's, don't know who that kind is. kind of like change your opinion of <laughs> somebody who, who could just explain their win. You know, it's not like, Rossi, you've taken a lot of shots at, or I think even Jared, and maybe even me at times, taking a lot of shots at Tim and Tim who won season one. That it's like, well, maybe they weren't the most deserving. Oh, it just spoiled. <laughs> um, not watched only season three in this. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Tim and Tim win season one, Jared. Twitter, Colin. <laughs> Jared, if you can't catch up on a show five years later, it's not my problem. Um, uh, I'm blocking you on Twitter. Anyways. <laughs> Can you block me? work winners ever too so like you doubly well but here's the difference i i feel like when whether it's this or if the other interviews that they've done i feel like they really back up their win and it's not just them talking i feel like you listen to them and you're like that really does make sense and i wasn't going in doubting them in any way i was probably more excited than anybody else when they won <laughs> but it's great to see like how they're owning their win as well I think they're completely deserving winners. And I'll also say, I mean, Jamie and I, we're going to be in Calgary in January. Uh, if you want, you can you know, show us the sights and uh, take us for a ride in your Chevy whatever it is. And I want it like I love, I love Calgary because I'm a Flames fan and it's a great city. So I, when I'm there next, I'm going to say if I'm ever there next because I will be there again because I love that city. I expect the same hospitality because I'm not being mean to you. Mallory won't have to I, come. I would like to say, <laughs> um, like, please disregard everything I am saying okay. in relation to the other four people on this podcast and love them anyway. I, I would really appreciate. Are they me. Flames fans? Did you get that far? Like, no, I'm sure they are. Well, that's because they mean that I, I they're awesome. <laughs> so I'm sorry that I'm with Mallory on this situation. <laughs> um, oh, Colin's I've been, been blocked. blocked on Twitter. <laughs> um. All right, so let's go around and give some opinions on them. Uh, Mallory, I'll give you your piece first. Oh, thank so let's you get, so Let's get the negativity much. out of the way, and then we'll get to the, 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 the truth. Okay, but for real, Adam and Courtney, like, please disregard what I've said and still love the other four because I feel bad for not liking your presence on this show. That doesn't make any sense because I'm entitled to my opinion, but it's fun. No, you're not. Um, That's all right. <laughs> yeah, not with you guys. Um <laughs> Everybody already knows how I feel. Like, I feel like I don't need to say anything more. All right. Ben? I mean, I wasn't the biggest fan of them at the beginning. Like, they... I mean, it's not that I disliked them. It's just... I was like, oh, they're one of those, like, really attractive couples that make out all the time. <laughs> cool. Which I love that they addressed that <laughs> on the interview as well, which it's is it, great. And, and it's like, it's the thing, too. It's like, this is my judgment. It's like, I see, like, a really attractive couple... And I'm like, oh, look at them. They're attractive. Like They're happy. Like you and Jamie. I just hate <laughs> you two. You two were on a, like a calendar with your shirt off. Like, I mean, I'm just like, ugh. But then I'm like, I feel terrible because like, again, like I really appreciated Adam by the end of it. And I'm not saying I didn't appreciate Courtney. I just like, they're a couple. So, and again, like, I'm not as down on anything like Mallory is. Like, it didn't really phase me that much. I, after Martina <sighs> and Phil got out, I was kind of like, oh, okay, cool. Um, you that know, is most of Canada, which we should also say, I think there's a lot of Canadian, I would love to say hate, but like, this is nothing compared to American version. Like, the, the opinions online are basically like, oh, I don't like them. I don't think they're deserving. That's like as nasty as Canadians are getting. I'm sure there are some worse. I saw <laughs> And they apologize the did, next day. I oh, I'm sorry see, about my negative tweet yesterday. Well, I did see some that were pretty <laughs> nasty still, but, uh, I feel like it has more than anything to do with just how much people attach themselves to Martina and Phil. And it's like Survivor Pearl Islands. I mean, when I saw mm. the support Martina and Phil had going into the last episode, it reminded me of Rupert in Survivor. Like yeah. somebody who just had such a huge following that it didn't matter who won. Like that's why I said it was. it's weird that everybody now is jumping on Taylor and Courtney bandwagon. Because going to the finale, everybody, like I swear, 80% of what I was reading was Dylan and Kwame, Dylan and Kwame. And then, well, Dylan and Kwame obviously failed miserably, and well, it should have been Taylor and Courtney. I feel like nobody was going to be 100% happy unless it was Martine and Phil. I, I think that, like, that's super unfair to Taylor and, not Taylor, wrong and, name, and Courtney and Adam. And, like, in all honesty, like... backpedaling now. <laughs> no, 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 but, like... Who wants to come to a Flames game? <laughs> like, I feel like, no, I don't want to come to a Flames game. Flames are stupid. Says a Canuck supporter. <laughs> exactly. Just because we suck doesn't mean I'm not going to cheer for them. 
Um, Welcome to my world of my sporting teams. <laughs> stop distracting me from what I'm trying to say. Oh, well, she's distracted. Can I finish my point now? I just, <laughs> I just think that, like, no, no. I think that part of my difficulties with Adam and Courtney as well was just, like, their screen time to me wasn't as entertaining. Oh, totally disagree. But, but the thing with that, though, is that that's the nature of reality TV going on Colin's point. It's that, like... I mean, you probably didn't see Rupert's original season of Survivor. When you've got someone who's such I a was big character, like six. Sorry. Well, like <laughs> when you you've got somebody who's such a big character and taking up the airtime, who everybody's in love. It's very rare that they win. Like it's very rare. So of course, when they get eliminated, everyone's so sad and distracted about it that essentially whoever wins is always going to be taken over. I mean. For the Survivor comparisons, I mean, we know Sandra's in a different light now because she came back and won a second time. But, like, at the time when Sandra won, before Heroes vs. Villains, who really was like, oh, Sandra, like, she's such a great player. She she was just kind of like a middle of the road. Oh, yeah, Sandra won. Mm -hmm. So, but, like, at the time, you know, so Adam and Courtney could come back and win an All-Star season and then automatically they're the greatest team ever. I just would hate to see them come back for an All-Star season was the final point that I was going to make. I'm not for any winners coming back on... At least Amazing Race All-Stars. Like, uh, I think that any of the other top four teams would be great to the, see the thing that, The one thing I just want to quickly add is that, as I said before, I kind of went into this assuming that they would win. So, therefore, to me, it wasn't a shock. I wasn't disappointed. And maybe I just wasn't invested overall in, like, sort of the final three as much as I was in Martina and Phil that I... It didn't really phase me. Like, again, probably out of the three, they were the ones I at least wanted to win, but I kind of expected them to win. So at the end of the day, I was like, okay, cool. Jared. Yeah. um, You were, like, a huge supporter of Taylor and Courtney going into this. Um, So Adam and Courtney's win versus Taylor and Courtney's. uh, How do you feel about the win? Also, weigh in on the whole fan reaction, the similarities to the Rupert Survivor thing? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think I was just going for Taylor and Courtney because it is that kind of sibling thing, and that was like my dream uh, team if I was on The Amazing Race. Uh, I think, too, there also comes in an element of you want the team that's done well throughout to kind of finish it off and close it out. Um, but I think the fact that Adam and Courtney had such a strong kind of end to the leg with coming into that challenge and just being really smart and logical about it. Um, It was a deserving win. And I think the fact too, that even though Adam and Courtney were kind of towards the back of the pack, um, for me, what saves it a bit is they were never saved by like a non-elimination leg or multiple Mm -hmm. non-elimination legs. Like there wasn't a point in time where they were going home. Um, So in that sense, I think, yeah, they're deserving. I think they were fun to watch. It was fun to poke fun at their public displays of affection throughout uh, the race as much as we roll our eyes about it, but it was something cool to joke about, and the fact that it didn't come into the final challenge uh, was a bit of a letdown. Um, But yeah, I think, like I said earlier, they were just the most character-driven team in the final episode. Um, So I think it was a kind of fitting way for such uh, a season with high-character moments to end with a team that was the most entertaining in the last leg taking it out. I also want to add something here. This is, you know, peek behind the curtain. Um, obviously, we had this interview lined up, which was going to be less than 24 hours after the win. Jared and Ross, you don't even have the ability to watch this live. Well, you, maybe there's some way, but usually watch. If you're lucky, you can watch it within maybe 24 hours. So I had to get your guys' feedback on what questions you want to ask the winners without us knowing the winners, which basically came down to what are some generic questions you want to ask regardless of who wins? What are some questions you want to ask in the case of Dylan and Kwame, Taylor and Courtney, uh, Courtney and Adam? Rossi, you sent generic questions for all the teams, and then you said, questions for Taylor and Courtney, well, because. And you basically didn't give questions for the other teams immediately. And I think that, again, is, is one of the other things is that, you, like Jared was saying, a team who was so dominant, like Taylor and Courtney, it was just expected they were going to win. So I don't know, is, is some of the reaction you think from the fans or even you yourself, just that you 100% thought you had this, and then when it's not just a swerve, it's the least likely team to win as the swerve, is that what throws some people off? It's tough, because, like, as I've said, we like, if you, Colin, you, you and I have both seen all the seasons of the show, 
Mm-hmm. There were no strangers to the underdog, like the total left field winning. Yeah. Like, we've seen it twice before. And like this is the third time that it's happened. So I wasn't shocked because like it's like 50-50 at this point. So it's tough because, you know, Taylor and Courtney were so dominant, but they messed up at the last leg. They messed up at the last, you know, the last challenge. It was, mm-hmm. And so I guess people have like this expectation, especially because they did so well at the beginning of the leg. I think that was probably the hardest fact. Not that they did so well this season, but they dominated the first part of this leg. It's just that the last challenge they fell because they picked up a few wrong items and they had to go back. And Taylor and Adam and Courtney like didn't mess up at all in that challenge. They messed up at the beginning, but they picked it up. So it's hard from that perspective, I think. And I think some people just really liked Taylor and Courtney. Like you got to know them pretty well and you really started to like them. I think that's my biggest upset is that I love Taylor and Courtney the most. And so like my favorite team didn't win. Mm-hmm. And I, and I get it, because you were upset last season about the winners. Like, yeah. Yeah. you liked them, but you were like, uh, they won. Whereas I was really ecstatic, because they were my favorites then. So it's, mm-hmm. it's it's tough, because if if the tables were reversed, I get what you're saying. I feel like we're 180-ing from last season. And I think it's one thing to say, I'm disappointed that my favorite team didn't win. And it's another thing what a lot of fans are saying, which is they didn't deserve it. Well, of course they did. Like, great point from Jared that, they never were non-eliminated. They were second to last team, and I loved asking him about this too. They were the the second to last team in more than half of the legs. Is that a record? It has to be because they spent more than fifty percent of the race starting a leg in last, in last place. Yeah. Were they eliminated? Like, did they were they last in a non-elimination? No, no, no. Never. It was so, always the two girls that you always forget about. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know who you're talking about. So. <laughs> So I think that's the other impressive thing is that, yeah, they, they were on the bottom, but they never caught a lucky break. They earned it each leg that they were in. And then the one that really mattered, they went, and this is the other thing, you know, about them being under, we always laugh at the whole teams that people are going to underestimate us. In this case, I feel like the other teams did because I don't think there's any way that Taylor and Courtney go into this final challenge not taking notes if they were up against Leanne and Mar instead of Courtney and Adam. I think that's the big difference. Yes. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jared, you're so talkative. (laughs) I think it's hard on the Amazing Race as well because you see it as this win-based thing. Like, it's Mm -hmm. if you win, 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 then you deserve it. Whereas I think it's a bit harder on some other shows to talk about who deserves it as much. It's a little bit more, like, subjective. Whereas I think those people see this, especially, like, people who don't, talk so much about the amazing race or only see it as like an hour long show don't talk about interviews or anything like that see it as whatever they're presented in that hour mm-hmm. it's like if you won you deserve it if you lost well you didn't win so it's like hard for people to like say well you know Courtney and Adam did do well in other legs they got second they got you know they did place high they didn't get a non-elimination and people are like well they got lucky or something in this leg so it's harder for some people to support the team that just kind of hung on well, the, the the one thing that and I think this is probably why like I've never really been the biggest Amazing Race fan I mean I like the show and I've always I've said this on air before it's just The Amazing Race is way too repetitive to me like it's 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 just it's the same every season they just go to different places and okay some people can make that argument for Survivor but they don't can, even go to different places in Survivor <laughs> but, but like I can at least sit here and Survivor to me is a much more player based game at least it's it a used lot more strict yeah, and I like well. the strategy. I like the alliances. I'm not like the challenges. I can't care less about anymore on Survivor. But I like that. And like, I'm not on the Survivor fan page really at the moment. I've kind of gone off it and I'm having a break from it. But I mean, I can sit here and we, we talk about Rupert season seven, you know, season, like I can name the seasons. But to me, with the amazing race, it's like, oh, remember that season where they went to China? Oh, they did that in Light Fire. Oh, yeah. Like, I've, I've never been able to sit here and be like, oh, what great strategy on The Amazing Race. And I'm sure there is. I'm not saying that there isn't. But it's just, like, The Amazing Race to me is, is a very much a luck-based game. And that's why maybe I've not been into The Amazing Race as much as I have been Survivor. I'm just going to read the chat here. Jared says, Super Siblings Pact. 
double U-turn strategy, Rossi calls Ben a casual fan. <laughs> I am a casual fan. I'll own that. And you know I hate the term casual fan, but I am the amazing race version of a casual fan. Let's just quickly get an overall opinion on the whole season, and then we'll wrap this up with who wins our predictions of the season. Oh, I can't uh, wait to find out my results. <laughs> Um, I we did, know but Jared Jared's not out. winning, by the way, as he never does. But Aww, we'll find out if he gets Jared. a point. Uh, a point? <laughs> single point. I believe in you, Jared. Um, so I'll just say overall, like, I wasn't 100% sure. Maybe because we were kind of burnt out with all the Survivor coverage. And it's just, in a way, it's so much easier to just record, you know, a different movie recap. We're different, doing something different every week. Where Rossi was sort of asking, we're going to cover the Amazing Race Canada, right? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. And then I even said, when I saw Melissa Hollingsworth was on here, that's when I said, okay, I'm in for this. And I got to say, I'm so glad that I did because this has to be the most enjoyable season of the Amazing Race I've seen in a couple of years. Like, like you yeah, would have missed Martina and Phil. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? I mean, I would have watched the show, but being able to cover it every single week, like, Great call on that, Rossi. You know, uh, making sure we covered this. <laughs> this is all Rossi, people. Uh, send your thank you letters to him. Uh, it was just, the season was fantastic. And it's everything that I don't like about most Amazing Race seasons, where there isn't a lot of drama. We don't have teams bickering. I love the bickering teams we get. And that's why I didn't like the social media season or uh, the blind date season, because nobody's really going to be at each other's throats. We barely got through the season, and somehow it was so enjoyable to watch. The challenges were great. Almost every episode we bought, uh, we, we barely even rented this season. Uh, th- this is like it, probably in my top ten at least, maybe even top five favorite Amazing Race seasons all around. Rossi, uh, you've watched all the Canadian versions. you watched all the American versions. Uh, where do you rank this one? Um, it's definitely one of the better Canadian ones that I've watched. Um I, I can't I can't remember the earlier seasons of Canada, so it's hard for me to quantify. But I think that this season and last season were really good. Um, and among the U.S., it was I think it was a, an all around well season. Like I think it would definitely be in the top half if I was to do a total compiling of all the Canadian and the U.S. ones. It would definitely be in the top half because I think challenges were great, people were great, Nancy was great. Like there is so much to enjoy about this season. Karen. <laughs> Nancy, Karen, whatever. Who? What? <laughs> I, I thought that Nancy was called Karen for half of the season. Which one was Nancy? The Melissa's one you always forget part. about. All right. <laughs> See, I'm doing it again. I don't know who you're talking the about. That's a different one that you um, always forget about. Jared, uh, what do you think about the season overall? Uh, I thought it was really good. I think I agree with you. Even though it was kind of missing that drama, um, it still worked. And the little like spades of drama that we got between Nancy and Karen... Um, like that was kind of enough, <laughs> enough of a fix, um, for the season. I think yeah, it, it ranked really well. I think of the two Canadian seasons that, that I've watched, this is definitely the better one. Uh, and then even like with the US, I think it's right up there. Um, just great teams, amazing character moments, and um, good challenges. And the fact that we moved on from a dancing challenge every episode, <laughs> um, I think, was an improvement as as the season went on. Mallory. I feel like I haven't watched enough Amazing Race to really comment on this, to be completely honest. Um, you watched this season, so... I did watch this season. How did you feel about this season as a whole? It's in her top one. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Phil is the American one, right? The Kiwi guy, yep. What? Yes, he's he's the host of the American, but he's from New Zealand. He's from New Zealand. I really... Ben, you pulled out my headphone, and I'm disappointed in you. Um, you can still hear yourself. Don't worry. You're the one talking. <laughs> it's all better. Um, I'm a little child. Um, <laughs> that's why I'm with you. I think oh. I've never watched a Canadian season. Like, that's the first. <laughs> okay. Well, it was a great season. Moving on. Out of all the five seasons I've seen, this is definitely in the top five. Um <laughs> Like, I enjoyed this season. I did. Um, there was, like, one fight in it, wasn't it, between those two, the the skeleton lady and the other. Did she not remind you of... Did she not remind you of Trish Hegarty from King Ayan? A little bit, yeah. Like, the whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, it's Trish from King Ayan. Um I mean, it was enjoyable. I, I think... 
I maybe like this better than season. Was it twenty five we covered not yeah, the US 25. one? Uh, although I did enjoy that though, like oh, Whitney and Keith. Oh, I know Colin no. loves him. Um, but I still really enjoy the Australian ones. Um, it was enjoyable, but I mean, am I? I I'm, I'm probably going to watch the upcoming US one just because it's got the survivors in it. Um, but other than that, am I going to rush out and watch another? I don't know. You should. <laughs> I should. Wow. Uh, let's get to our predictions. Yeah, how did I do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ben won the season. Yes. Because he said Courtney and Adam are going to win. Yep. Uh, again, I'm not even in front of my computer. I'm not even sitting on a chair. I'm on a floor right now. <laughs> We're sitting <laughs> on the couch most... and we've relegated Colin to the floor. In, <laughs> in my own house. home. <laughs> Uh, this most professional podcast ever. Rossi, do you have our predictions? Does Jared get a point? Who wins? Uh, okay, well, you didn't prepare me to talk about it, but okay. <laughs> um, I did have them. Give me three minutes. Although, I have to say, in preparation of getting these, um, the best challenge all season was voguing. Just throwing it out there. Voguing, yeah. Yeah, Agreed. that was a good challenge. As, as Rossi's recovering this... Um, I like the helicopter quickly, challenge. Favorite challenge of the season? Ben says helicopter. The, the simulator one, which Martina basically oh, told yeah. me oh, she hated. Gosh. Oh, I have a fun fact about that. Yeah. Can I tell you about that? So she said the reason why she was really bad at that is because she was really short and couldn't reach the pedals properly. <laughs> and they didn't realize that, that they needed that for landing, that she couldn't push the thing in all the way. So it took them like 40 attempts until they were like, oh, yeah, you've got to push the thing all the way into lamp. Wow. And they're like, oh, okay. Because so, she was so short. So, yeah. Mallory, anyway. favorite challenge of the season? Honestly, I don't remember enough of the season to be able. Oh no! You know what it was the um, the army one. I really liked that challenge. The boot camp one yeah, that only same, Dylan and Kwame did. The same one that Ben was talking about. Actually, it's the same episode, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And the beaver liked- one. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason that Ben likes the beaver one is because of the sound. I just love the little sound that made the beaver. <laughs> and when John Montgomery's like, "There's beaver," that's not John Montgomery. <laughs> I don't know who that was? There's beaver. <laughs> Dan Montgomery is uh, <laughs> Jared' favorite challenge of the season. Um, I think like the acting challenges, so the Tilly uh, novella, oh, yes. um, and then <laughs> the um, stage fighting challenge as well with the fake death scene. I thought that was good. I, that's so funny. I was gonna say the same thing. I'm like the the most fun I had this whole season was the death scenes, uh, particularly Phil's, and then all of the telenovela. Um, I would uh, uh, give a shout out if I'm looking at like favorite Adam moments to the car door <laughs> in the, the car factory. Uh, I thought that was a great challenge too. And also just, I bragged so much this whole season, but uh, how great it was that uh, they could send the teams to the wrong city instead of just the wrong street. Uh, Rossi, you want to give us your favorite challenge and then do you have the final predictions up? Okay. I started the challenge. I said voguing. Do not listen to me, Colin. Okay. Well, <laughs> fine. Then do your job. Tell My us the answer predictions. Doesn't change. All right. So Dylan and Kwame, who came in third, um, Colin, you said they would come in fifth, so you were quite a bit off. Jared said they would come in in fifth, so he was also off. And I said they would come in third. So boom, boom, boom. I get that. I'm going to check this later, because every time I have Rossi read them, he seems to win the points. Continue. Taylor and Courtney came in second. Colin, you said they'd be the winner, so you were one oh. off. But Jared and I said they'd be the runners up. So we both get a point. <laughs> um, <laughs> Courtney and Adam were the winners. Colin, you said they'd come in third, so you were off. But Jared and I said they would win, so we get the point. So let's just uh, recap everybody here as to why Jared's booing. Um, Jared wanted to finish the season with zero points. Because <laughs> his playing golf have been spectacular so far. Uh, Jared, you still didn't win. You're still going to come in last place. Rossi, I already know who won, but why don't you tell us who won? Jared's in last with two. Colin, you come in second with four. And I am the winner with seven points. (sighs) Ding, ding, ding. Woo! Go, Rossi. you picked Courtney and Adam from the beginning. They're not the underdogs. Everybody thought they were going to win, except for me. And I'm happy with them winning. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we're going to be back for the next Amazing Race season. Even Ben said he's going to be back for the next Amazing Race season. Jared, are you going to be back for the next Amazing Race US season? I mean, sure. I've got to uh, try to beat that 
um, two points in the rankings. So Rupert, <laughs> Ruben and Laura for the win. <laughs> I'm calling it right now. Ruben and Laura are winning. Yeah, we're not going to be even covering Survivor this season, but we'll be covering Survivors on Amazing Race. <laughs> Who the hell eliminated us from the race? Uh, and when Amazing Race Canada eventually gets to All-Stars, uh, we know we're going to be back for that, which I'm guessing is going to be the next season. Uh, we have anything else we want to add on this? Anybody just speak up before the laptop dies? Martina bought me a coffee, and it was nice. Thanks, Martina. Thank you, Martina. <laughs> I thought the town was called Banff this whole time instead of Banff. Banff. Yeah, you, <laughs> thought, you, you, thought, thought, town. <laughs> you thought it was Banff? No, Banff. B-A-M-F. It is Banff. That is what it's, it's called. N-F-F. Yeah, but it's not like the acronym Banff. What? What's the acronym for Banff? Badass motherfucker. No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> you know, I've, Things I've, I would never know. I've established it to me. Banff sounds like a comic book sound effect. So, like, yeah. you're reading a Batman comic and it's like, Pow! Shazam! Banff! <laughs> yes. I'm glad somebody laughed. We will that. all meet soon in Banff. <laughs> <laughs> Banff is actually a pretty little city. It is cool. It's I've very touristy, though. Something I actually wanted to say about the challenge that I totally forgot about till right now. Um, this is the climax no. of our whole season, people. <laughs> Get ready for it. There, like, I don't think they portrayed very well the city of Banff and how many tourist shops there are. Like, there are a whole lot. They more. went to like twenty different souvenir no, shops. There are no, not a at all. A whole lot more than that. Like. It's literally one street, and every shop is a souvenir shop. Like you don't, you'd have to, you'd have to go to. Understand. You have to be there. You have to go yeah. to. Bam. Bam is Dylan a great and Kwame could have gone to twenty two souvenir there. shops. Yes. <laughs> Dylan and Kwame are still searching the souvenir shops. <laughs> um, thank you to everybody listening this season, particularly the teams who uh, gave us some love this season. Uh, Sorry, Adam and Courtney. Great interview again. Everybody listen to it. Uh, ben and Mallory for being here in my living room. <laughs> oh, that's right. Jared, Thanks for giving up your are we bed. Gonna buy it, rent it, or bin it. <laughs> ben, let's start with you. Oh, this Finale. is the part where I don't have to actually message you this week to say yeah. what, what did they write. Buy it purely for the face plant. That's, that's purely the <laughs> buy it point for me was the face plant. Mallory. Okay, now that Ben said that, I was going to agree with him. But before he said that, I would have said Bin it purely because Adam and Courtney won. <laughs> Sorry again, guys. Uh, Jared? Um, I'm going to rent it. I mean, I was close to binning it, but I think it's bad to kind of end a good season with a bin, so I'll rent mm-hmm. it. Rossi? Oh, I'm so torn because I want to bin it just because Taylor and Courtney didn't no. win. Oh. I'm so glad you feel that way. You can't do it, Rossi. Yes, you can. Listen to Voice of Reason, Jared. I am the Voice of Reason. God? Uh, I don't know. I think I'm going to rent it because I've been the last episode. Oh, we just lost <laughs> Rossi. We're going to say he's going to rent it. Did you hang up on him? I saw your No, my was. computer restarted. I knew it was going to happen. I was trying to rush it. Thanks, Mallory, for that last minute addition you had in the episode. Um... <laughs> Uh, we're gonna say b- goodbye on behalf of Rossi and Jared. Rossi, just sorry, Jared. Rented. I'm gonna buy it. Uh, ben, thank you for joining us. You're most welcome, and thanks for your bed. <laughs> I'll just say I'm not in it. Cuddling last. I'm night. sleeping on the floor, uh, in a different room. Uh, Mallory, <laughs> thank you for joining us for one episode this season. Thank you for having us. Wait, did Ben join you for another episode? No. Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) My name is Colin. I'm sorry, Rossi and Jared, and stay tuned for season one of Eckhart the Mouse coming soon to the Oz Network. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.